Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to a very special episode on Rewired Radio. I'm your host, DJ Drew. And I'm Coral, your favorite event planner. And today's guest is a master on the mic that knows how to get the party hype. He can play a range of songs from any decade, and he'll even take requests from your bridesmaid. From the School of Hard Knocks, with Vox, let's welcome DJ Partida. Hey guys, Hello. thank you for having me. My name is Arturo Partida, and I work for Vox. Right awesome. on, Arturo. It's a pleasure to have you with us today, my man. We're so excited because we normally have a lot of wedding planners on the show, but this is our first time having another DJ, and we have two awesome DJs in the same room. This is going to be a great Not episode. one, but we got two. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's going to be a really good episode. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about today. First off, we're going to start off with how important it is to have a wedding DJ for your wedding, how important the aspect of having a DJ is, which can make or break your wedding. We're going to talk about what to look for when you choose a wedding DJ. And I've got a fun game for us at the very end. Usually I have the fun games. Well, today I'm going to be the one playing the game. I'm Actually, all of us are going to be playing. <laughs> all of us. Okay. I'll be hosting it this time. I'm assuming this involves our drinks. It definitely does. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm ready. Uh, first things first, I just want to know a little bit more about you. What made you become a DJ and what's your favorite part? I'm sure there's a lot. There is. Um, well, I grew up listening to music um, and obviously the... The older I got, I kind of expanded my music selection. Um, I landed the opportunity based on a friend of ours. And from there, it just basically like I started experiencing more weddings, more events. And it kind of came down from there. Yeah. Do you have a number one favorite part when you're out at a wedding DJing? Honestly, it has to be just the vibe. Yeah. The vibe is important. Absolutely. Totally. I feel like you agree with that. Absolutely. The vibe is everything. <laughs> yeah. What kind of events do you favor? Do you usually like weddings, corporate? What, what, what kind of vibes? What kind of parties do you like to do? I don't favor anything. It's just mainly like whoever, as long as people are getting the party, like the party, you know, people the vibe. Yeah. Totally. As long as people are having fun. Like that's Goes back basically... to the vibe. Yep. <laughs> it's all about the vibe, man. So let me ask you, Arturo, what do you think is the most important role you play as a DJ, whether it's at a wedding or any event, what is the most crucial role you play as a DJ? I think it's important to address that, like, the music selection is obviously, like, important, um, but just vibing with your DJ, you know, um, yeah, it's basically the vibe. Yeah, I know, because choosing my own DJ, because I'm getting married in two months, which I've said on the show so many times, but thank you. Um, it wasn't easy. You know, there's a lot of aspects that go into it. You know, the DJ, the MC, kind of the packages they offer and, and everything like that. So to our viewers that are watching that are brides-to-be right now that are in the process of hiring a DJ, you know, what would you tell them when they're in the search for one? Get to know them uh, <laughs> yeah. first before maybe get a Zoom call, jump on a Zoom call. Um, that's really important. You want to get the the first hand experience of who you're going to be, who's going to be handling your music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see if you vibe with them, if you click with them, because exactly. sometimes you maybe you don't, and that's fine. Um, but I feel like you really should kind of get to know them on that like personal level and see if there would be, they would be a good part for your special day because it it is a big moment, you know. It's a huge moment. It's a huge moment. <laughs> yeah, you want to hire the right person for your wedding. You know, the DJ again can make or break your wedding, so. I think getting to know them a little bit extensively, you know, does go a long way. And when it comes to the big day, totally, you know, ask right. the right questions, make sure they're a good fit. Again, goes back to the vibe, you know, um, and 
you know, as a DJ, I know that mixing is super important. You want to have those nice, clean transitions. But obviously, the MC, the master of ceremonies part is also just as important when you're hosting an event. What do you think it takes to become a great MC? And what do you think is the most important trait to becoming a master of ceremonies? Charisma, for sure. You need to have a stage presence if you're not, you know, especially energy. Like if you're you're not engaging with your crowd, you're not going to, you know, cultivate that. So you need to make sure that you're, you have them, yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah, you kind of have to be a good public speaker too, right? Yeah, I mean, that comes with practice, but for sure. Like I think, you know, like even just, you know, because you, you might not be good at speaking you know, speaking in front of a crowd, but if you're just able to just kind of mingle with your, you know, the crowd that you have in yep. front of you, you're going to get, you're going to get them. Basically. Kind of practice makes perfect. Being this. friendly is a huge one. Being, yeah. friendly. <laughs> being friendly definitely helps being engaging. And, you know, starting off too, I'm sure it's difficult, especially if you're not a great public speaker or you're shy. Mm -hmm. One thing I've learned that really helps, especially early on starting out is writing a script, mm -hmm. you know, kind of just knowing the timeline of events. Yes. And, and usually your wedding planner will have your timeline of events for right. you and you can kind of go off of that. So, yeah. if, you know, just depending on what's going on for that event, you can create a short script of what you're going to say. That way you're not stumbling on your words. Yeah. Um, you're not forgetting what to say. I feel like having a script, especially early on, if you're just starting out, really, really goes a long way. And then as you become more comfortable and confident as an MC and as a DJ, you don't really need that script as much. Totally. The more weddings you do, the more events you do. And when you kind of connect with the crowd, you get to know them, then you're like, oh, this is easy. This is fun for me now. Yeah. Because I know that I, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> go ahead. Because <laughs> I know in my experience, I was really shy to speak in front of people. And oh. um, I didn't really want to like I would stumble my words. So it came with practice. You know, I was just being thrown in these events and I would mm -hmm. just kind of like say like, you know, why with me? Kind of yeah. like, you know, I mean, whatever I would have to say. and with time, it started kind of like easing out. So now I feel a little bit more confident of totally. speaking, you know? Well, I was the same way too. Like I was so bad at public speaking, but in college they make you take it. And just, I was like, oh, this is so bad. I am so scared, but now I'm a host on a podcast, which is really funny, but it's, it's fine that. now. <laughs> but like, let's say obviously when you're prepping the maid of honor, the best man, all of these important people to say something at the wedding, and let's say one of the bridesmaids is just so nervous. What do you tell her to kind of calm her nerves? Uh, start with breathing exercises. I know that that's really important just because like if you're not like sometimes people get wrapped up in their own head because they're just, you know, the nerves are just like there and they're overthinking it. But if you just kind of like center yourself, you will allow that to just kind of like ease the nervousness out um, and it's going to help you. For sure, it's gonna help you. Have you seen it help people that oh, are about to? Several, yeah, <laughs> several. Several. I had take to like tell them to close. Yeah, take, take, <laughs> close your eyes and then take <laughs> take a deep breath for sure. Maybe a couple. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say the only other thing I would add is rehearse, whether it's the night before. That's true. Whenever it is, you know, if you've got something written down, rehearse. That way, you're not always looking down at your phone or mm -hmm. your script or whatever it is that you wrote. And it, it'll really make it a lot smoother, a lot more, um, make you a lot more confident yeah. and relaxed if you rehearse it. 
And, and try to keep the microphone next to your mouth, folks, when you're talking. Don't keep it all the way down here. Okay, Mr. MC. Keep it <laughs> here where everybody can hear you. Just a little tip. That's all. Yeah. Just a and little tip. Honestly, if you are the maid of honor and public speaking is not your thing and you just know even you practice and you practice and you're not going to do good, make it like a two, three sentence thing. Make it short and sweet. Make it more like a toast. It doesn't have to be this long whole way. long speech. I remember my friends got married um, a year and a half ago and we did speeches and I wanted to do a funny joke and I had like had my speech on a piece of paper, but I attached more papers to it. And I said, oh, I'll, I'll keep mine short and sweet. And I had opened up my script and the whole thing went down and everyone was like, you're kidding me. And I was like, I'm just kidding. This is just a joke. <laughs> but I was like, I don't think people actually really thought that was funny because they thought I was really going to have a script that <laughs> yeah. was this long. Like, oh, we're going to be here for a while. <laughs> but I didn't really want to speak that long. So I said like three sentences, just was happy to be there. And we went with that. So yeah. it was kind of like your prop? It was like a prop to kind of like, it's like an icebreaker. Nice. You know, yes. it was okay, like people were like, that. oh, they're laughing. Like, what is she doing? They're engaged instead of me being like, I love you guys, yeah. you know? I've so. actually thought about that before. Yeah. It's like a funny thing. It but. works. <laughs> okay. And then people kind of get mad because they're like, oh my gosh, is her speech going to be 30 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> so you have, it depends on the crowd. You got to read the crowd. Yeah. 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 Those are good tips though. You know, breathe, rehearse, try not to make it too long, you know, where everybody's dozing off. Just keep it short and sweet and then raise a glass. I think you'll have a great toast after that. Totally. So here's a scenario. Let's say... You're in the middle of your set, you're mixing, people are dancing, they're having fun. And someone comes up to you and he's like, hey, Arturo, can you play this song? And you oblige. You're like, sure, I'll play it for you. You play the song, song bombs, fails. Everybody walks off the dance floor. Oh, man. A worst nightmare, right? <laughs> that hurts nightmare. you. <laughs> yeah. I have nightmares about it. And then... After everybody leaves, you know, you got just that one person who requested the song is the only one on the dance floor. So what do you do in a scenario like this to get people back on the dance floor? I would honestly say a group dance is the first one, but you do occasionally get people that don't want group dances. So I would probably just put some Michael Jackson on. Everybody likes a Michael. classic <laughs> that will get all the the older folks on the dance floor for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody a song likes that, Michael Jackson. A song so. that everyone knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. For me personally, uh, I guess it would just depend on the scenario. But I would say find something kind of like Michael Jackson or something that's popular that people recognize, and start just bringing them back on two by two. You know, yeah. Like just play that one song, and then you got two people on the dance floor. And then before you know it, you got another four, six, 20, and then people will start piling back up. And definitely don't take any more requests from that person, whoever they were. I would also say, <laughs> they just bombed it. But I would say it also um, just depends on the, the, the vibe of the party too, you know? If, and, the, and the person who gave you the request too, you gotta know if this is a song that's fitting for the event or if it's completely out of left field. Agreed. And you know, you gotta just trust your gut. You know, that's if a huge one yeah if you're playing straight hip-hop and rap and the guy comes up and wants to play like a country song which i'm not hating hating on country but it's not the vibe right there yeah. then you're like oh <laughs> probably not you know yeah yeah definitely i would trust your vibe trust the gut and uh yeah just work your way keep your head down keep mixing until you get people back on the dance floor um so let's take another scenario here you're talking to a bride and groom and 
they say they have a family friend or a relative, someone that they know that also DJs, but they haven't done many weddings, mm. right? Yeah. But because they know them, they're gonna give them a nice little discount. You know, people like discounts, but you get what you pay for at the end of the day. Totally. Right? So in a situation like that, what would you tell someone who might be considering hiring a DJ who's never done a wedding before? I mean, this is a big day, right? Yeah, that's huge. Um, only because you don't really want to hire your friends. If anything, you want to party with them. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just not, it's not, um, it's just a conflict of interest-ish. I would definitely just not do it. Yeah. <laughs> what is your take on that? That's a really good question. It's kind of hard yeah. too because sometimes they're set and they're like, nope, I'm hiring my cousin to do this. And yeah. you're like, okay, well, good you luck. know, good luck. <laughs> but like you said, you get what you pay for. Right. And it, it's hard because sometimes it's like that's you don't want to experience it when they're already there. They already are your wedding DJ and you're like, that was the worst decision ever. But sometimes you have to kind of go through that. So it's like when you are a DJ, you really want to like tell them like, oh, maybe you shouldn't because they can't speak on the mic or they don't have lighting that's included with their packages. You would have to outsource your photo booth, you know, do all this stuff. So, yeah, I would say interview them as if they were just another DJ. You oh, know? yeah. Well, that's a good one. Ask good them one. the sit questions. Sit them down. <laughs> yeah, sit them down, have a conversation yeah. with them over the phone and just ask them questions. Hey, how many weddings have you done? What comes in your packages? Mm. Are you comfortable with emceeing? Because a lot of them might not be. They might come from a different environment. Maybe they DJ clubs or bars and they're not used to talking or hosting a wedding. Can they run through a timeline? Things like that. So you got to totally. ask some questions as if you were just interviewing any random person. If you get that discounted rate, great, go for it. But just make sure they're fitting. Don't just go for them because you know them or somebody just said, hey, I hired them for this or you're related to them or they're a great price. Like, Make sure you know what you're getting at the end of the day. Totally. Yes. It's a big day. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of your budget goes into obviously the venue, catering, all that stuff. But when it comes to vendors, your wedding planner, you should definitely budget high as well as your DJ. Just like in my opinion, as a bride, at least what I've been budgeting, just because those are kind of like your main, they're, they're there. Go to. Yeah. They're, they're there to make your day well and go really well so if you have a, a bad dj or a bad wedding planner then you're kind of screwed yeah not always <laughs> but most of the time you know for the most part for sure yeah <laughs> yeah if you have a dj that doesn't really know how to interact with the crowd or doesn't really know how to be a good mc then you're kind of like oof. like what, what do we do now you have to be good at something for you gotta sure. have a balance of you gotta have a balance and i've had people tell me event planners tell me that They've had DJs on, and when it came time to actually host the reception, they wouldn't get on the mic. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you mean they wouldn't get on the mic? They wouldn't talk. They were shy. They were gun shy. And I don't know how you hire somebody like that <laughs> without actually knowing that. So yeah. I've heard that numerous times where I'm just like, you got to know what you're getting. Even when I talk to brides, I tell them, look, even if you're, you don't hire me, make sure you ask these specific questions to somebody. So you know exactly what you're getting. Ask them if they're an MC. Ask them if they're comfortable on the microphone. Just make yeah. sure you know what, you know, their their experiences with doing weddings, you know, so. Totally. Yeah. And a lot great. of the times, obviously, brides don't really know what they're doing because this is their first wedding and hopefully only wedding. <laughs> um, but when it comes to once they've hired a wedding DJ and everything like that, and let's say you're at in a meeting with them mm -hmm. and they come and they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited to create all of my Spotify playlists. I have all of these ideas. 
do you recommend them putting together an entire playlist for you to play on that day? Or you just say, hey, give me some recommendations, some genres that you want to listen to, and then you take it from there. I prefer not to get a list. I prefer them maybe getting a Zoom call and then just kind of going over what you would like to play, maybe like a genre, hip hop, pop. Maybe I don't want country. Okay, cool. We could take that out of the, you know. Um, But yeah, I don't want a whole list just because some songs don't mix well with others. So that's kind of our our job Mm -hmm. as a DJ to kind of like determine and going from there. And then, yeah, what's your take on that? For me personally, I do like when they give me a list of songs. Oh, you do? But not like... Not the entire playlist. Play all of this exactly. (laughs) Like we want it exactly like this. Play these songs only. It's like... Yeah. Give me a list so I can kind of figure out what kind of vibe you're going for, what kind of songs, totally. what kind of artists, genres that you like, and I can build around it. You don't have to give me 100 songs. Just give me like, you know, 10, 15, 20 max. Totally. And uh, let me kind of just build off of that. I can kind yeah. of figure it out from there. But when I don't like somebody saying, I want 100 songs, play them exactly <laughs> like this. I've made don't you take a any playlist. Requests. You must play. Yeah. It's like, you want to just plug it into a speaker and just play it by yourself, man. Then just I'll just stand here like yeah. this. Yeah. 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 I'll be the dancer at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Definitely for like first dance songs. Like you obviously want them to tell you which one that they want. Um, so I've seen as a wedding planner, people do the entire four minute song or some people just do kind of like a little short snippet of it. What would you recommend? Just depending on the song, we also don't yes. we don't want to put like a ten minute song, right? <laughs> we want, but there's people that are, that are like a little bit shy to dance, so they don't yeah. they want to do like forty five seconds and then fade in or fade out ish. So I would say eh, if it's like a two minute, three, it's appropriate to kind of do like two to three minutes. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, I think it, again, it depends on the couple themselves. Yeah, some of totally. them want to dance the full length of the song. Some of them want to cut it short. Maybe they don't want everybody staring at them for the entire three, four, five minutes. Mm-hmm. They're just like, hey, fade it out at a specific point. Otherwise, you know, if I, I tend to ask them, you know, do you want me to play the full length of the song? It's about this long. Or do you want me to cut it a little bit short? And I just get the reaction. If they want to dance the whole time, who am I to say no to them? You know, it's your wedding day. (laughs) You know? Yeah. And you guys probably get it a lot with like the parent dances. People maybe wanting it a little bit shorter. I don't know. Maybe that's just my opinion. For those ones, typically, yeah, they want to cut the parent dances a little bit shorter. Like, I mean, I I love my dad and I get a really nice uh, 30 seconds with him. But I just know we're going to be so emotional because it's it's a good time just for us to like bond and connect. So I'm going to be like 30 seconds, maybe 45 seconds max. Uh, And then we're off the dance floor. (laughs) And then my fiance's mom is going to be like the full three and a half minutes. (laughs) Love you. (laughs) Uh, Oh, by the way, kind of something here. I was just talking to a future bride about this, but I've I've noticed like if if you want to cut a song short without with giving a subtle signal to your DJ mm. of how to cut it short. Maybe you didn't communicate that. Maybe you didn't say, hey, cut this song short. But let's say you're dancing with your dad or he's dancing, John's dancing with his mom mm-hmm. and he wants to cut the song short. Maybe a subtle signal, folks, is reach over, hug the parent. And I think the DJ should be able to read like, okay, they want to end it right oh, here, right then. They hug it. Yeah, kind of like, hug, like close out the song. That's right now, right? I think one. it's a subtle signal, and yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I read it. I'm paying attention. So if I see them hugging, and I tell them this too, if, mm-hmm. if I see you guys hugging, I'm just gonna fade out the song and close it out early. I like that. I like that too. Because like they don't want to feel stuck. Right. You know, you don't want to be stuck for the three minutes. But you're like, okay, we we've done our sway. 
we have the photos, we have the videos, you know, now we're kind of done. Yeah. Yeah. You got the photos, you got the video, you're all good there. Totally. Totally. So let's talk about one important thing and probably one of the hardest things as a DJ, reading a room. Right. <laughs> it's very difficult to read a room Ooh. of 100 guests, 200 guests, you know. And you got to kind of figure it out along the way of what these people like, what kind of music they like. Obviously, beforehand, you, you kind of have a good idea of what the bride and groom like, right? Yeah. Have a pretty general idea of what kind of music they want, but not what the rest of their guests want. You're <laughs> going there kind of blindsided. So when you're there, what's your technique for reading a room and just figuring out the vibe of what people like? So I try to engage with the guests when mm -hmm. I get there, um, just, you know, try to talk to them, try to see where, where they're at, how they're feeling. You know, sometimes they're bobbing their heads and sometimes they're not. So you kind of go based on that. Um, but that's basically it. Like I kind of just try to be friendly yeah. and try to get to know them. Be their friend, get you know, connect connection. with them yeah. and then kind of see like, oh, hey, maybe they're kind of liking the, the music I'm playing right now. Like you said, bobbing their head. You're like, okay, taking notes. Like, let's add some of that in here. And then when it comes to the dancing, you're like, okay, I read the room. Now let's play all these songs. Yeah. yeah. I think paying attention right from when cocktail hour begins mm -hmm. is a great way to start reading the room. Again, just see what songs people are bopping their head to during cocktail hour, during dinner, and just see what kind of vibe you're getting from the crowd. If they're enjoying some Michael Jackson, they're enjoying you know, a certain genre of music. Line dances. Yeah, whatever it may be. Maybe you don't play line dances during cocktail hour, but hey, you, you never know, know. not everybody you likes line know. dances. Oh my God. <laughs> but take mental notes and just uh, figure out, you know, what people are enjoying. And along the way, you can play some of those songs too. And you're always going to have those shy people no matter what. Like even if you are super friendly to them in the beginning, they're always probably going to be a couple shy people. And like, what if you, another scenario, more, more here, but if you see a group of people that are maybe a little bit shy, but kind of want to get on the dance floor, is there anything that you do to kind of help them kind of push them onto the floor? Yeah. What if they're too shy? You know, ask them their favorite song and then start from there. Maybe like mm. see if, if I play their song, they will get up on the dance floor. <laughs> you would hope, right? Yeah. I would hope, you know, I mean, they could just enjoy it at least, but if yeah. It's, yeah, I like that kind of like go up to them and be like, hey, you guys having fun? Like, what's your favorite song? Kind of like engage with them and see. I mean, if you play their favorite song and they still don't really want to dance, then they're just not dancers. Yeah. Yeah. Not and dancers. you're like, okay, on to the next. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you get that crowd too. Do you like to interact with them before the dancing begins? Like during dinner or cocktail hour, do you like to introduce yourself and just see what kind of vibe you're getting from them? Yeah, I definitely do that. Um, once I'm already done setting up, uh, I try to you know, say hi. And then from there, like, I'll ask them where they're from, you know, how they know the bride or the groom. Mm -hmm. And from there, like, if they are basically not, there will be some times that they don't want to talk. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of like reading that off. I'm like, okay, then moving yep. on to the next guest, you know what yeah. I mean? Right. But majority of the time you kind of make that connection with them and then they just instantly kind of like, like you and they just go from there. I love yeah. that. So you like to interact with them prior. Yeah. I mean, I'm friendly as it is. So it's just, yeah. Yeah, I, I like, like interactive DJs too. Yeah. yeah, you want you want a friendly DJ, and obviously you want professional as well. But of course, yeah. you know, you want someone that's gonna be 
a little bit more engaging with the crowd rather than just like focused on your set the whole time. Yeah. You know? yeah. Eye contact, smiles, yeah. all of that stuff. Just good. have fun. Have it's fun. honestly the funnest job in the world. It really is. It really <laughs> I couldn't is. think of a better job. Yeah. I've worked a number of jobs and this is the best job in the world. I'm telling you folks, it's the best job. <laughs> cheers, cheers to that. that. <laughs> Can I cheers even though I'm not cheers. a DJ? <laughs> well, you work in the industry. So. I work in the industry. Yeah. The whole industry overall is just such a fun time. It is. It's totally. a great industry. It's so much fun. It's well, guys, blessing. speaking of fun, I've got a fun game for us to play. Oh. I can actually pull it up. You guys are going to love it. I Trust hate me. surprises. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's called Drinks with DJs. Oh, my gosh. So how fun. Out. So we're going to start <laughs> off by asking you, Arturo, a okay. series of questions. There's no wrong answer. You're going to guess the best like answer. <laughs> Three possible answers for each question. If you pick Drew's answer, that's me. I have to drink. If you pick <laughs> Coral's answer, she has to drink. Oh, gosh. If you pick an answer neither Coral or I picked, you got to drink, buddy. Woohoo! the right. red cup. Okay. You yep. got it. You ready to do this? Let's do it. All right, here we go. I'm nervous. I want to win. Uh, <laughs> All right, here we go. First one. Okay. Which of the following songs is the absolute worst choice to play at a wedding? The chicken dance? WAP, Gold Digger. Arturo, what's your answer? Chicken Dance? The Chicken Dance. Let's see what Coral picked. Oh, oh. she picked the Chicken Dance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I picked WAP. So, Coral? You don't like WAP? I like WAP. Oh. I'm just not playing it at a wedding. <laughs> not trying to get fired. <laughs> Probably the very last the damn song. <laughs> so, since he guessed mine, then I'm... you're drinking. No. <sighs> Yeah, you're drinking. I thought drinking. I was safe. No, no you're the you're one drinking. drinking. <laughs> I feel like you're gonna... <laughs> There's nobody safe here. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's go on cheers. to the next one. <laughs> do not guess all of mine. Okay. Or do. You play a request that bombs, as we mentioned earlier. Everyone clears the dance floor. What song do you play next to get them back on? Rock Your Body by JT. Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. Hey Ya yeah by Outkast. Uptown Funk by my man, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. All right, let's see what we got here. So I picked Rock Your Body. And of course, Coral picked Ooh. Uptown Funk. <laughs> <laughs> Coral's going to be drinking all game. I, <laughs> Pace I knew it right Coral. when you said it. I'm like, it's okay. We just have good taste. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you do. No harm in that. All right, next one. Which of the following songs would you close out the night with? Sweet Caroline, Don't Stop Believing. Don't stop me now. Ooh, if I don't say this, I might get in trouble. Don't stop believing. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. It's a great one, by the way. So I picked Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. And of course, oh! Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to hate me. Up, Coral. Oh, she's loving it, man. I'm going to need a refill. <laughs> <sighs> All right, next one. Best Ooh. song for the bouquet toss. Single ladies, girls just want to have fun, or milkshake? That's a good one, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, single ladies, for sure. Single ladies. Well, let's see what we got here. Coral picked girls just want to have fun, so she's safe. And I picked single Ooh, ladies. Ooh, nice. That. <laughs> Cheers. Milkshake is actually a really good one. That's fun. Right? Have you seen that before? I haven't, but it's a great one. I keep right? it in my back pocket. Yeah. I think it's a great choice. More people should pick that one. I know. It's a good uh, upbeat. Totally, Absolutely. totally. And then after people can kind of join on and start dancing, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. Most overplayed at a wedding. Marry you, I got a feeling, 
or Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> He's just his own category. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Ed Sheeran for sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna like. I was going back to back with that kind of feeling. So you're going with Ed Sheeran? Yes. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got here. Coral Fig, marry you. I think uh, I got a Beyonce. You're drinking. <laughs> okay, it, it's either Ed Sheeran or Bruno Mars. Like totally, like yeah, these yeah. Are the most requested, overplayed songs. But if we have to go between them two, I'd rather cancel out. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> cheers, you guys. Cheers. All right, next one. All right, someone comes up and asks you to play any line dance, any line dance of your choice. Which song are you picking? None. <laughs> As you can tell, Coral's not a big fan of line dances. The cha-cha slide, Cupid shuffle, or YMCA? What are you picking, Arturo? Cupid shuffle. The Cupid shuffle? All right, let's see what we got here. I picked the cha-cha slide. A coral pick oh. YMCA. So you're, you're drinking. <laughs> Not a bad Cheers. one, though. This is probably the most popular uh -huh. line dance uh -huh. out there. I mean, can't nade on the Cupid shuffle, man. Nope. All right, next one. It's a good one. <laughs> All right. Security comes up and tells you to shut it down right now, but everyone is chanting for an encore. You give the people what they want. Which song are you dropping? Turn down for what? Shut up and dance one more time. E. Turn down for what? Let's <laughs> see, my friend. Let's see what, Cor what Coral picked. Turn down for yep. what? Drink up. <laughs> I picked one more time. Both are great options, but turn down for what? Is just yeah, a sure. That's a good closer. Yeah. Uh -huh. I was going to say one more time, but no. Let's just do turn down for yep. what? Yep. I'll probably do that one too. Turn down for what's an excellent choice. All right. Last question. In your opinion, which is the greatest music decade? 80s, 90s, or the early 2000s? Early 2000s. All right, let's mm. see what we picked here. Coral picked the 90s, and I have to agree with Coral. The 90s was the best decade, so you're drinking, <laughs> oh, my friend. Man. It's like late 90s. It's like 97, 98, 99 for me. The 90s to the early 2000s was some great music. I love the 80s, too, but, man, nothing tops the 90s. Yeah. It's always yeah. some great music there. That was a fun game. I like that. Yeah. You like that? I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so we each got a round. Each got a drink. I know. <laughs> Normally, I like to create the games here, but he's like, I got this. Yeah. And I'm okay. like, I hate I surprises, but that I was really that. fun. I, had to do this one. I love that. know. I love Even that. though I had to drink the most, but it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Well, Arturo, for any of our guests out there that want to hire you as a DJ, MC for one of their events, how can they reach you? Follow my Instagram. Yes. What's your Instagram, nice. buddy? There it is right oh, up there. Oh, perfect. Awesome. And you work with Vox, correct? I do. Okay. Right on. So reach out to Arturo. He's going to rock your wedding, make the party happen. And thank you for being here with us. It's thank been you a for pleasure having, having yes. you, man. <laughs> Our pleasure, man. Until next time, guys. I don't even know if I have any left over after the game. We'll, we'll get Cheers. you topped off. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Till next time.